Yumodaf Lamed Ches, how's everybody doing? Today's first email comes from Aaron Rozovsky from South Africa. Wishing you and your family extended MDY create good yontif. Many thanks for all the hard work you put into the Shir Baruch Hashem. I'm still on track with the Dav using either the app or YouTube. May Hashem shower you and your helpers with Bracha Adlidai, your indebted Talmud, Aaron Rozovsky, South Africa. And a second one from Glenn Ackerman from West Hempstead, New York. Had a great time meeting the Chevron watching live in the Five Towns Matzi Shabbos. Look forward to the Kaisal Daf as well as every other Daf. We're here in New York. We are davening for our brothers and sisters in Israel that everyone should be safe. Glenn Ackerman was Hempstead, New York. Thank you. So Yom Daf Lamed Ches starts off discussing the Sharni Koiner, the famous eastern gate, the main gate into the Azara. The doors were made through Nisim. The story goes that Nikonar went to Alexandria Mitzrayim to, to commission these special doors and there's a storm, a storm on the sea and they had to throw off one of the doors from the ship. They wanted to throw off the second one and he grabbed it, he hugged it and he said, I'm, I'm going to go with it. And the ocean calmed down and then he had Tsar, why didn't he do the same thing on the first one? When he came to Israel, there was the door. Some say that a creature in the, in the ocean, let's say a whale, swallowed it and spit it off on the shores of Israel. As it says in the passage, The doors were made out of Braisim, so we darshan bris yam, covenant with the ocean, or brias yam, the second shot, there was a creature of the ocean that saved the doors. When Klai Yisrael became wealthier, they switched out all the doors to gold, besides this Shar Nikonor, why? Three reasons, either because a nace occurred with these doors, they want to remember the nace, or that the copper looked like gold, it was good enough, or it was made out of a special copper called Klanisa that was, it shined like gold. There's actually a Gemara that says that's even more expensive than gold. Says the Mishnah, there are those that are criticized, the Chacham criticized them, the base Garmu, Garmi, that they made Lechem Aponim, they didn't teach everybody the trick, how to take it out without it getting moldy and breaking apart. Beis Aftinos didn't teach the people the trick, how to make the Ketoyres with a plum smoke that was like a stick. And Chacham tried to imitate them and bring people from Mitzrayim that know how to make Ketoyres, know how to make the bread, but they couldn't copy them. And Chacham said, okay, you see from here, Kalanikra Bishmi Ulchvedi Berosiv, and there's another pasuk called Poyal Hashem Lemaneu that's talking about things that everything in this world was made for Hashem Baruch So let's bring them back, and it costs a double amount of money to bring them back. But Chacham said, you know, they do have something positive about them. The people that made the lechem would never take bread home; they wouldn't eat regular bread. So no one should say that they stole from Beis And those who made the Ketores never wore some; they didn't let their wives wear some. Rabbi Shmuel says, I once bumped into one of these. A descendant from Beis Aftinas, and I told him, You wanted to take away the covenant from Akash Baruch Hu and give yourselves covenant. Look what happened today. You are nothing, and Akash Baruch Hu is still there. Rishmol ben Loiga says, I once saw a child that was crying and laughing. I said, Why are you crying? He said, Because I remember the honor that my forefathers had making the Ketaris. And he was laughing because, Look, right in front of us is the plant called the Mala Ashan that we used. And where is it? I can't show it to you. I have a Shavua, I'm sworn to secrecy. There was an older person that gave the Megillas Samamanim. And this is a book that shows what Malo Ashan gave it to Rabbi Yechim Nuri. And he says, once upon a time we were careful, careful not to give it out to people so they shouldn't use it for Abba Dazar. But today, they're not careful, let me give it to you. And Rabbi Kiva said, if so, then we can no longer say the Beis Aftinas. We can't criticize them. You see that they were right. They did it. It wasn't an excuse. They were actually sincere 
and trying to protect the Kavit Shemayim. Ben Azay says, from here you see an unbelievable idea. When they call you, that's when you come. Where you belong. In other words, a person cannot take away from anyone anything. You can't steal from your friend. You won't become wealthier and he won't become poor. Whatever he deserves, that's it. And one kingdom cannot go encroach the other kingdom's time. Whenever he was meant to be there, that's when it is. As we explained before, the reason why Bisaftinas and Bisgarmu, all these people didn't want to teach how to do the Lechem upon him and the Ktaris, and like we'll see, and how to sing, is because they wanted to protect that people shouldn't do it for Avedazara. Hugras ben Levi didn't teach how to sing nicely. He would stick his thumb into his mouth and his finger between his mustache, and he made beautiful sounds that the Kohanim would be taken aback. Then Kamtzer, he knew how to write Shem Hashem, the four letters Shem Hashem, with all four fingers, he would use four pens, and he wouldn't tell anybody to do it, but he didn't have a good reason. And the Mishnah says on all of them, V'shem Rishoyim Yerkav, in other words, their name should be rusted. You're not allowed to call somebody with, the, with their name. And the raya is, there's a person that called his son Dayeg, was a Rasha. The person died, and his own mother would measure her son every day, and whatever he grew, that's how much she would donate in that value to, in gold to the Yisamikdash. But once the enemy came in, and there's nothing to eat, she took her own son, shechted her son, and ate her son, as it says, And we learned, Tipuchim means Tfachim, she measured him with Tfachim. And you see, it's because he had a terrible mazel on his name. His name was Dayek. And the Navi, the Ruch HaKadosh came and said, You know why this happened? They killed the Kayan and the Navi. Ayvadya lived with, between Turashayim, Achav, and Izevel, and he didn't learn from them. On the flip side, Esav lived with the two Tzadikim Oilam, Yitzchak and Rivka, and he didn't learn from them how to be a good person. Rebbe Laza says, If you you cause yourself to forget something from learning, you cause gulls to your children. Mavo says that if you were a great person, they'll take you down in stature. V'zara Hashem Hashemish. A tzaddik is not nifted from this world until Akashubar who plants another tzaddik just like him in this world. As it says by Eli. Right before he was nifter, Shmuel Anavi started already saying Nevoah. Hakashubar who saw or he sees that there's not a lot of tzaddikim, so he plants tzaddikim in each and every generation. The world could exist for one tzaddik. Rabbi Yerushan says, if a person lives most of his years, the majority of his years, he won't sin naturally. If a person overcomes an Avera once and then twice, he won't have to deal with that Avera again. Have a wonderful day.